Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about doing something new and the process that goes into that. So these last couple of weeks, I have been more consistently going to the gym. And while the gym is not something new to me, it's been, oh, I don't know, maybe four years since I've had a gym membership. So I've just been doing stuff at home recently, obviously with the state of the world and everything. So I just wanted to talk about that and go into what it feels like and the kinds of complex feelings that might come up when you start doing a new thing. When I first started going back a week and a half ago, I was feeling very hesitant because it was a new facility. Sure, I had gotten a tour, but like tours are never as extensive as you want. You don't know where all the specific machines are. You don't know where all the weights are. You still have a fair amount of uncomfortable feelings coming up. And also going to a gym kind of feels like you're being put on display. I had a lot of body image things come up that I was not prepared for. And these days I'm very comfortable with my body. I'm happy with the way it looks. I'm comfortable with all the things. But going to a new place and being around people who are more muscular than I, who look different than I, it brought up all these feelings. And the fear of judgment and being looked at, it's often one of the things that stops people from even trying or even signing up for a gym. I remember years and years ago, I was frightened to go to the gym. So I signed up for an all women's gym, thinking that that would somehow make me feel better. And it did at first, but it was still scary. Like it was something new and trying something new is always going to come with a certain amount of fear. The funny thing is when it comes down to it, we're all here for the same reason. We're all here to improve ourselves. We're all here to work on our bodies and our health. And yes, that's, you know, there's competitive components to that. But honestly, it's not a competition. You're literally there training your body for yourself. And yeah, people come with certain attitudes. Yesterday, there was a man lifting weights and he was yelling, but not in like the normal grunty man sense. It was more of like he was yelling at individual people who happened to be walking by who looked at him wrong. And yeah, there are totally going to be those awkward people. And you're going to want to be like, um, maybe I should avoid that section of the gym today. But don't let that stop you. Something that I found beneficial was to go in, take a couple laps around, see what was available, see what the different machines are. Take your time. Literally the first day that you go to a new gym, don't even bother doing a workout. Just get on the treadmill. Watch the people, see where the different sections are. Kind of like if you're in a new city and you don't know where the different neighborhoods are, where the cool coffee shops are, where the people hang out. Orient yourself first before jumping in and doing the heavy lifting. The other thing that I found helpful was to prepare to go to the gym. So the hardest part is getting out the door, saying this is the thing that I'm going to be doing and hyping yourself up for that. Putting on clothes that make you feel good about your body is so key. I I mean, it's vain for sure, but like if you don't feel good, you're not going to want to do it. So get some nice clothes, look good, do what you got to do. If you got to put on makeup, go for it. I know people do it. It's fine. But have a plan before you get there. Know what moves you kind of want to do so that after your initial tour of the space, maybe 
for the next time, be like, okay, I'm going to do four specific moves. I'm going to use a machine, see where the dumbbells are, see if they have a barbell or a rack or something. Just get a feel of where things are, not necessarily to do any heavy lifting, but just pick stuff up, put it down, take it easy. Get yourself comfortable in the space before you add in the pressure of doing workouts. And I will say there is that whole, like, if you're in the middle of a workout and you're lifting things, moving things, etc., and all you're trying to do is figure out if you're moving the machine correctly, if you can actually lift the amount of weight that you put on it. Because there's been so many times where I've been like, yeah, I could totally lift this amount of weight. Um, no, can't do that. And then I feel like a fool. But step away from the mindset of feeling like a fool or feeling like a failure just because you're not getting it right right away. Recognize that you're learning something new. Other people have already gone through this process. Everybody started somewhere. It's not like we were born knowing how to lift weights. Well, machine weights anyways. Another thing that I want to mention is that it's absolutely okay to ask for help. I know sometimes that maybe you'll be worried you'll be interrupting somebody, but obviously there are people who work there, and you can ask them, hey, I'm new here, can you show me how to use these machines? Oftentimes, employees are just waiting around for their next personal training client to show up anyways. They'd be happy to help you. So in the beginning, you may not know what you're doing. You're in the workout, you're trying to figure out the machines, and you're also trying to focus on a point on the wall or the clock or something so that you don't make eye contact with anybody else in the room. I totally have been there. And at least for the first several times until I figured out how to do things and got more comfortable, because I knew that I was probably doing the lift wrong because I was so out of practice. And yeah, I've worked with a trainer before, but when your body doesn't have the reps and the muscle memory ingrained yet, things feel all wonky. Everybody needs to practice and perfect their techniques, and the only way to do that is by focusing on form and doing reps over and over again. And also getting feedback. I mean, if you want to record yourself, like take a video, see how your form is doing, that's also super useful. I know a lot of people who are new to the gym hesitate to do that, but form is super important. And if you're not working specifically with a trainer and you're just doing workouts from the internet or whatever, you know, it might be helpful. So I wanted to do this podcast to talk about the process of starting something new, going to a new gym and working through feelings of imposter syndrome, where you don't feel like you're in the right place, or you don't know what you're doing yet. It's a whole new experience. And I totally get that. I've started new things so many times. Like I talked about last week on the podcast, if you didn't listen to that episode, I talked about how you need to give yourself grace and time to learn new things. And that the only way to learn new things is through failure. And the process of failing helps you get better and helps you learn new techniques and skills and continue along this path. I've joined a hockey team and I didn't even know how to skate. I was a swimmer in high school, but only because I needed the requirement. I wasn't actually a swimmer. I just did it because I had to check the box for extracurricular activities. Same with track team. When I got into triathlon, I really hadn't ridden my bike ever. I mean, I had a mountain bike, but I didn't know how to mountain bike. I'd never actually ridden it on the road. I mean, I think I rode on the road, rode on the road, huh? Twice the first couple of years that I was doing the sport. And it wasn't until I moved to California that I really got into cycling and I was able to perfect these skills. So learning takes time, but having the courage to try something new it's key. In the beginning when you're learning something new, not only do you have all these feelings of self-doubt, but your body is also like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? 
I remember when I first got into running, I would sweat profusely. My face would turn pink. I felt so uncomfortable. Everything jiggled. It bounced. It hurt. And I was like, who does this? You guys got to be crazy to want to do this for fun. But once I got into it, found music that motivated and inspired me, and I put on clothes that made me feel good, and I was able to go outside where it was pretty, and I could smell the flowers, and I began to enjoy the process, then I started to get it. And the endorphins started to kick in, and I got those little runner highs. And I was like, damn, this is actually fun. Yeah, it still hurts. It still hurts sometimes. But after those first initial months of trying to do the new thing, your body adapts. For sure, I went through periods of having night sweats because my body was overworked and overstimulated and in high levels of stress. And so sleep was hard because my legs were restless, because I was using muscles I had never used. I mean, when you go and you do new things, you're going to experience levels of soreness that you have never had before. So all this to say, don't use these new changes as an excuse to stop. Something else that really helped me and continues to help me is remembering the importance of active recovery. Say you've done a strength training workout and you've worked a certain series of muscles and you're feeling really, really sore, either the same day or the next day. Active recovery entails stretching out those muscles in a gentle way, whether through it's like yoga, mobility work, foam rolling, light walking. Sometimes I even like to spin out my legs on my bike trainer. When you begin to do workouts and you're training these muscles to do new movement patterns, you want to protect the muscles as much as possible. This is why a good warm-up is so important. And then stretching out the muscles after, as well as working through them so they don't tighten up and tear if you overstrain them. Moving gently through these movement patterns will help alleviate any tension that you've created by working these muscles. So I recognize that it takes a lot of courage to try something new, and it can be really scary. And intimidating at first. I wanted to take a moment to celebrate taking the first step and having that courage. And yes, it takes a long time to feel like you're good at something. And if you're a perfectionist like me, you may never feel like you are. Because every time you get better at something, there's always more to improve upon. There's always a space for you to get better. I like to look at this whole process as an opportunity for growth, to get better in certain areas and develop more skills. I enjoy pushing myself to reach new levels, pushing the boundaries of what is possible, and attempting to achieve my highest potential. All of life is about learning, growing, and improving. If you're looking at it from the perspective of never being good enough, not knowing how to do something, fearing judgment, and letting those things hold you back, then you need to change that mindset. And I know I've talked a lot about mindset recently and how having a growth mindset where you look at your failures as an opportunity to learn and you are focused on the amount of effort that you put in rather than trying to live up to expectations of outcomes. I think that is super important in this whole process of weight loss because it helps you take responsibility for your own choices and make decisions that are in alignment with your goals. I feel like a lot of people are so hesitant to start on this journey because it will take effort and it will take hard work and eventually it is something that you have to take responsibility for. And if you have goals, it's on you to show up for them and you can't let your fears stand in the way. I know it's hard. I'm always trying to push my body to new limits, but also that's where the fun comes in. Don't look at learning like a bad thing. This is a new adventure and it might open doors that might not be opened otherwise. One of the greatest things about fitness and health is the giant community that you then become a part of. We are all in it. We are all doing the moves, 
doing the strength training, focusing on nutrition. We are all working on prioritizing health. And by doing that, you become a part of this community. It doesn't matter what level you are at. It does not matter how good you are. I'm sure there's a little voice inside your head that's telling you you're not good enough. And that's going to take so long before you can get to a certain point where you can even begin to say that you are healthy and athletic. But dude, if you're moving, you're already in it. Look at marathon runners. Everybody is a different shape, a different size. Everybody runs in a different way. But they're all still runners. Same with triathletes. We come in all shapes and sizes. Pros, amateurs, middle of the pack, back of the pack. We are all still triathletes, regardless of the level that we are performing at. Because we are participating. Now, I know people object to the whole participation award. But when it comes to health, participation is the most important thing. Because if you're not participating, then you're not in the game. So get in the game. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about my experience getting back in the gym, moving through workouts with machines that I haven't touched in a while, feeling awkward, not like myself, struggling with my perfectionist mindset, wanting to do everything perfectly before I have even given myself the chance to relearn how to do things again. And even though I know other people in the gym aren't noticing me, it's not about me, they're there for themselves, wrapped up in their own heads, it can still create a lot of anxiety. Don't let that fear stop you or slow you down. I know the last time I went to the gym, it took me a while to get out the door, and I sat in my car for a little bit once I got there. If that's what it takes, that's fine. Honestly, one of the biggest motivators for me is having music that hypes me up, that I want to listen to. Obviously, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm a raver. I love Anjuna Beats, Anjuna Deep. My favorite music producer is Seven Lions. I also love reggae, The Green, Revolution, Iration, etc. But you have to choose music that works for you, that you vibe with. If it's a podcast, those are also great too. Wink, wink. Music helps motivate me and tunes out the gym noises. It takes my focus away from the fear and puts it more in enjoying the process, like having a little dance party in your head. Another thing some people like is going with a gym buddy. I personally don't because another person can be distracting and my time is so limited that I want to be as efficient as possible. But if having a friend there will get you going and doing the thing, by all means, grab a friend. One other strategy that I find super useful is prioritizing my gym time. So I'll look at my calendar on Sunday and be like, okay, what days am I going? What time am I going? Where can I write this down? And literally put it on the calendar. Because if I don't make it a priority and I don't put it on the calendar, then it doesn't happen. The day goes by, I get to the end of the day, and even though I spent the entire day stressing about it, being like, oh my god, I need to do this, I need to do this, it has to happen today, I may get to the end of the day and still not have completed that workout or made the time to go to the gym. So, literally, put it on your schedule. I know I say this over and over and over again, but the only way that you make something a habit or a routine is to plan it. You have to make it happen. Prioritizing your health isn't hard. You just have to make the decision that this is the thing that you're prioritizing. Priority means one. Pick the one thing that you're going to do for your health. And if that means going to the gym, make it happen. Obviously, obstacles come up all the time. And I'm going to do an entire episode on talking about obstacles because that is life. Literally, life is about obstacles, hurdles, pivoting, learning how to deal with change and challenge and all of that. But the key components of a growth mindset are looking at that obstacle or challenge as a new way to grow 
as an opportunity to expand your knowledge. Like, for example, (laughs) this episode, this is my third time recording this because I'm having an issue with my mic. Not really entirely sure what's happening, but I've spent the weekend troubleshooting and I'm literally recording this on Monday. I'm supposed to publish on Monday. So, yay! Um, (laughs) And I'm recording it now with a headset mic because I have to buy new cables for my other mic in order to make it work. It's a whole thing. But basically, life is about dealing with obstacles and learning how to handle them and pivot when they come up. And not looking at it as, oh my god, I can't do this. I can't record a podcast. Ugh, one more thing I have to deal with. Stop looking at all of the struggles that you go through as negative things. Like, I could go sit and cry in a corner because I can't figure this out. But instead, I'm finding another way to do it. I'm getting it done. And we're moving forward. The quality isn't going to be the greatest. But as I said last week, imperfect action is better than no action. So show up in whatever manner you can and get it done. Now, I've talked a little bit about mindset. I've talked about fear of judgment, being worried about haters and other people judging me. But one thing to realize is that it's not going to feel good all at once right away. Like, I still have imposter syndrome being a triathlete, and I've been doing this sport for 15 years. Becoming aware of imposter syndrome and aware of the fears helps you navigate why they're showing up, how you can think differently, little perspective shifts that you can do to change how you feel about yourself. I always feel awkward, like, performing affirmations in front of a mirror or something like that. I know that's a thing that people enjoy doing, but for me, if I'm going to do affirmations, I like to write them down. I feel less awkward about them. I do think that believing that you can become this type of person is key. It's like having a champion mindset. If you want to be a winner, if you want to be a champion, if you want to succeed at something, you have to believe it's possible. And the way to begin to believe it's possible is to start to affirm that it is and to create an evidence of successes. The little wins. That's why I say celebrate all of the little wins and the achievements that you do, because then you can look back and be like, oh yeah, I did that. And I did that. Even if it is as simple as mastering a machine or figuring out how to do a certain move with a dumbbell. I went to the gym last week and I lifted more than I thought I could. At first I was like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. I should go down to a lower weight. I don't even know. We'll see what happens. But I tried and I had the courage to try. And then it wasn't that hard and I was like, well, I might be able to go up even higher. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't tried. If I hadn't have taken that step and been like, well, I might look stupid and everybody might look at me and be like, that girl can't lift that. What is she doing? So building an evidence book of success, I think is super important. That's one reason why having like a training log of all your workouts and seeing your progress over time is so imperative. Like I keep track of all of the races that I've ever done in triathlon. And so I have a record of how much I've improved or how much I've stayed the same. And I can sort of look at it and be like, yeah, I'm a triathlete. I'm doing it. I'm showing up. I'm doing the races. Find a way that works for you. Finding ways to disrupt those negative thought patterns when they show up is one of the hardest challenges in any field, career, personal life, whatever. I focus on creating awareness first. And by creating this awareness, it allows you the time to create space. 
space to have a new perspective shift, to have a new mindset, to make a different choice or have a different decision. It's all the same stuff. And I keep talking about it over and over again, that building awareness is the first step. And then that gives you the time to create this space where you have a new chance to chart a new path. So I'm going to wrap up this episode here. Let's get Monday Shorty on the way. If this provided value to you in any way, I would love the feedback. Uh, You can also find me on IG. You can check out my website. I am also taking one-on-one clients for my signature coaching program, The Feed Method. As always, thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Ciao!